Well, live music is back. Uh, you're going to have a chance to win your way into a concert coming up in just about 30 minutes time, by the way. Live music is back. And in fact, Live Nation, the world's biggest promoter, is projecting next year, 2023, to be a massive year for live music. Of course, tours that were postponed by COVID are back on again. New tours are underway, you know, as the industry really tries to get back to normal. But as our next guest outlined in a recent article for Global News, he believes the future of life of the live music industry is in doubt. Let's find out why with broadcaster, music historian, and the host of the ongoing history of new music, Alan Cross. Hey, Alan, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I, I'm guessing that, you know, you take a look at, uh, well, all we've been talking about is inflation over the past year, year and a half. Inflation has to be hitting the entertainers hard as well when it comes to touring. There's a lot of things that are hitting the, uh, the live music scene right now. Let's, um, what we're seeing is a tremendous amount of, of burnout and mental and physical exhaustion. Like you said, everybody is trying to catch up over the la- on, on all the tours and shows that were missed over the last two and a half years. There's new business that needs to be dealt with, you know, mm. brand new tours and albums and all the rest of it. And in the meantime, we have been hit with uh, inflation. Let's, let's just talk about some of the things where this is a problem in the live music business. First of all, during COVID, a lot of people left the industry. A lot of roadies and technicians left. Those who uh, are around uh, are commanding high wages because there is a shortage of, of labor. Uh, not only that, there are so many tours out on the road, there is a shortage of gear, mm-hmm. PA systems, trucks, you know, anything like that that involves moving a, an act from place to place. Um, and when there's a shortage, prices go up. Gas for the van, gas for the trucks are more expensive. Booking airfare is more difficult and expensive. Hotels are more expensive. Uh, if you're looking at the U.K., energy prices are absolutely crushing right now, and some venues don't think they're going to make it through the winter because they just can't mm-hmm. afford to heat the place, uh, heat the um, heat the venues. Um, there are other issues. For example, if you were booked to play a show, uh, series of shows in 2020 and 2021 that had to be canceled because of COVID, you have an obligation to make up those tour dates. But you may have been promised a budget or a payment uh, for what the economy was like back in 2020, 2021. So there are reports of bands going to make up, play these makeup dates and coming back tens of thousands of dollars in debt because they had to honor the contracts at the previous agreed fees and prices. So that's a problem. Wow. Um, COVID's not over yeah. and a lot of... A lot of bands are worried because uh, because the margins are so thin, because the pr- prices are so high, that if you cancel one or two shows, that could put the entire tour into the red. Mm. So there's 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 just so much going on right now. And, and you know what? And, and you touched on this in the in the article, and I think a lot of folks are are talking about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it seems that concert concert prices have been going up and up and up, and boy oh boy, uh, this go around even more so. It seems that uh, there's. A boatload of shows, and the and the tickets are are exorbitantly high. Ticket prices have gone up since 2019. No question about that. People are trying to recoup all their costs. They're trying to, um, you know, make whatever money they can right now. Live Nation's doing extremely well because they're in charge of of, of all the tours and uh, setting the. Um, 
setting the prices with in concert with the bands. Then we have Ticketmaster and their dynamic pricing, mm-hmm. which you know that's another story, which would require a much longer discussion. <laughs> but that's when ticket prices go up. The other issue is that there are so many shows and only so much money to go around. So uh, with all the the, ma- the makeup shows and all the new shows, I mean, and with inflation, you know, how many people are going to be able to go to all the shows that they want to go to? So, you know, that's another problem. We can also talk about something like Brexit. It, you know, it, back in the day, uh, British bands were able to go to the to the the, the continent and tour as much as they wanted without visas, without extra fees, without customs hassles and all those sorts of things. That's not happening now mm-hmm. because they, they're they in a foreign country that cannot cross into the Eurozone, and that's causing problems. So we can go on and on and on and on about all these things. So, Alan, it's it's interesting because I suspect that there's some folks that are, are tuning in and thinking, oh, like, you know, uh, a few hundred thousands of dollars not going to be a big deal for, like, the Rolling Stones or Keith Urban or Garth Brooks. But I think it's important to note that there's a lot of smaller acts that are touring out there where 10 grand or even five grand is probably, uh, you know, losing that would be a, a big kick in the butt. There is a very thin layer of superstars on top that will not suffer. Mm-hmm. But once you uh, scratch below that surface, you'll find that there are a lot of what we'll call mid-range bands that are that are suffering, mid-range acts that are having a really hard time. I'll give you another example. Mm. If you're Taylor Swift and you release your Midnight's album, yeah. you have no trouble putting in a big order at the record pressing plants to, for all the vinyl that you may need to satisfy all the Swifties. However, if you're a mid-range band, you're having to wait eight, nine, ten months for your vinyl order. Mm. And that is essential uh, revenue for them. So I've, I've heard from a, a number of bands who say that, look, you know, we, we're, we're playing live as much as we possibly can. We're playing until we drop. That's one thing. We're suffering from inflationary pressures when we go on, on the road. Uh, we uh, aren't making a lot of money from streaming, and we would like to be able to make some money by selling vinyl because the margins there are very high, but we can't get our hands on any vinyl to sell, so we have become reliant on selling merch. So it's, it's T-shirts and other tchotchkes that are keeping these bands alive. Alan, you, you started the uh, the article that uh, people can find at globalnews.ca uh, talking about uh, a number of artists who have said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, pause this concert. I'm not going to go back uh, out because of some men- mental health issues. We're hearing more and more uh, big names saying, you know what, uh, I need to take care of myself first. I'm not sure we've ever seen anything like this before. Not in this, these numbers, and certainly not with this kind of honesty, which, listen, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody like Sean Mendes saying, you know what, I can't go out on the road because I have to I have to take care of my mental health first, that's a powerful statement. And, then, you know, good for him. you got to take care of your mental health. Justin Bieber, same sort of thing. Shirley Manson from Garbage saying the same thing. Uh, Arlo Parks is another one. Animal Collective is another. You know, there's lots and lots of bands who say, look it, we are exactly exhausted. We have been trying desperately to make a living to catch up on all the money we lost during COVID. And we have been playing show after show after show after show. 
dealing with the specter of COVID hanging over our heads mm-hmm. and with the extra prices, extra high fees that we're having to pay. Yeah, I'll give you another example. There was a woman who was playing in uh, the UK, and she couldn't afford to bring a full band with her, so she only brought two other uh, other musicians to you know help fill out her sound on stage. She gets to a venue, and the promoter or the uh, venue owner says, where's the rest of the band? She <laughs> says, I can't afford to bring them. He goes, oh, okay, well, we've contracted for a full band. We're cutting your feet. Oh, boy. So, so this, these are the things that we're dealing with. So when you say that the live music industry could be in big trouble, like the future of live music in, in doubt, what does that mean? Does that mean less shows, less stage? Like, what, what does that look like to you? I, I don't know, because the only way so many acts make money is by touring. But at some point, we're going to see some... Some, some mental collapses, some physical collapses. This can't, you know, all the, these, these are cries for help that are coming across from artists of all stripes, of all genres, of all levels. And uh, at some point, agents and promoters are going to have to take notice and say, look, we're burning out the people that are making us money. Uh, what are we going to do? I, I don't have a solution for this. I'm just saying that um, this is one of the fallouts post-COVID that we're having to deal with, and I don't think anybody ever expected it to be this way. So Live Nation projecting 2023 to be a massive year, but you're saying that the other shoe could drop and it's going to be ugly if it does happen. We're going to, yeah, they're going to have a year-end report in, in January, February, and 2022 will be an excellent year uh, yeah. in terms of numbers of tickets sold and a, a number of, uh, amount of concert grosses. And that's because there have been a lot of shows and a lot of acts on the road. 2023 is looking to be quite, you know, more of the same, but how many tours could get canceled mm. because the artist just can't make it through? It's, um, it's, 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 it could be very dire. And I, I don't have a solution. I just know that uh, more and more people are speaking up about how they're being treated, how they're feeling, and how they're unable to continue. And that's bad for everybody. Alan Cross joining us this afternoon. Thanks for making time, Alan. You bet. Anytime. Yeah, take care. Alan Cross, of course, the host of the ongoing history of new music. Um, so interesting. Right? And you think about it, right? You have concert tickets booked for next year. What was the last concert that you went to? What did you pay for those tickets? I know that we've looked at uh, a few of them recently. It's like, that's a little pricey.